0: Stalin's economic policy, Um, the five-year plans. The goal of the five-year plans was really to establish a war economy, i.e. to catch up to the other nations which had progressed so far ahead of them, and preparing to spread communism to other countries. There were three five-year plans uh, in the period until nineteen. Thirty nine until 1941. Um, the, the first five-year plan started in 1928 and ended in December 1932. The second started January 1933 to December 1937, and the third was January 1938 to June 1941. Um, there are multiple perspectives on the aims. Um, like collectivization, some emphasise the decision-making from above to, to create an economy to contend with cap- capitalist powers and also developing a more socialist economy. Um, the process of the five-year plans also enlarged the urban proletariat, so this is kind of an ideological decision from above. However, some also state that it's the pressures from below which really drew, uh, drove the five-year plans. There was a growing industrial class, but also uh, the peasantry was, in some sense, growing. Um, Although there were opportunities for move to urban centres, the peasantry was still massive. Um, And the peasantry wanted higher food prices, they wanted to make more profit. But the workers wanted sufficient food, and so there was this kind of dichotomy between what the workers wanted and what the peasantry wanted. So some say Stalin was just reacting to the needs of these workers because workers form a fundamental part of communist ideology. And Lee kind of synthesizes these perspectives and saying, yes, they were driven from the pressures from below, but ultimately um, it was a from above decision, uh, which was just lit, uh, confirmed that it needed to happen by the pressures. So there was an industrial focus in these five-year plans. Iron, steel, and oil uh, were the hallmarks of a war economy for Stalin, and they guaranteed strength to face other capitalist enemies. The first five-year plan emphasized heavy industry and um, unrealistic, it had really had unrealistic goals. The electri- electricity output uh, was increased by three times and coal and iron increased by two times. Uh, one notable example of the first five-year plan is the Magnitogorsk Industrial Town which was an entire town built um, to house industrial projects for the first five-year plan. In the second five-year plan, heavy industry and communication um, made advances and this was a more realistic plan. Uh, The chemical industry also made progress and the third five-year plan was really geared towards defence and war industries um, foreseeing the incoming conflict of World War II. There are a few char- characteristics of the five-year plans. One major one is the Stakhanovite movement, um, which is where workers were encouraged to exceed quotas. And it was de- developed from a false story of a miner um, who'd exceeded his quotas by you know, 100%. And, um, and so, yeah, they developed this movement where people would exceed their quotas willingly uh, there was also this idea of viedeventsky which was Vydavensy, which was the promotion of workers and this created this set like the uh, the promotion of workers due to their hard work and this created this elite class of workers so again a, cl- a class had been created from policies which were designed to diminish class and make everyone a worker um, again, the Magnitogorsk Industrial City typifies the 5-year plans, as does the Dniper D- D- Dam, which was a hydroelectric station, and the Trans-Siberian Railway, as well as the Moscow Metro, which was really a massive community project uh, by men and women as well. Um, one thing that really characterises all the works of the 5-year plans was they were built from nothing. There was nothing there when they were started, and they ended up being massive industrial projects. Uh, centers there were many successes of the five-year plans within five years output had doubled so they seemed to be working speed uh, they had great speed and they were enormous uh, they had enormous successes attached to their various projects um and the major building projects uh, spawned compassion among workers and this general sense of hope and optimism that the future was going to be better um so this kind of construction of um, industrial cities such as Maginagorsk was, ca- was known as a gigatom- gigatomia, which was, um, yeah, the construction of these massive industrial cities. And unemployment also ceased being a major factor in the economy. And there was greater movement of the peasantry between classes realising a socialist goal. However, there were many failures. The haste meant that the machinery was not sufficiently developed. And there was an emphasis on capital, so living standards really declined. The workers lived in very poor living conditions, although this was often tolerated for this kind of sense of compassion and hope for the future. The methods used were also harsh and unprincipled. There were labour camps, people were sent to gulags where they did industrial work. 100,000 workers died in building the Belmore Canal. And there was also uh, this new elite of promoted workers, the Viadaventzi. There are revisionist perspectives who uh, emphasise the ruthless nature of the dictatorship. Um, And they say that this did not ensure efficiency. There was little consistency in the plans of the five-year plans. Um, Materials were hoarded and there were massive shortages in goods. Also, light industry was neglected. There was this massive focus on heavy industry, but not much on light industry. According to Shearer, the economy was an administrative economy, but it was not planned. So it was controlled by the government, but there was this no sense of foresight and planning involved. And also the demands were often unrealistic. Although, Although some of them were unrealistic, a lot of the plans were also realised early, which is why... Um, some of the five-year plans didn't actually go for five years. Uh, additionally, the working conditions were unbelievably harsh, as I mentioned, and importantly, it tore apart the social fabric of Russian society. There was this sort of undercurrent of fear. Despite this hope and optimism, the this kind of... Although it's not... Many people reject the idea of being planned, this kind of top down approach um, really placed an undercurrent of fear within the economy that Stalin had complete control. Uh, just a bit more on the are uh, the promoted workers. About 100,000 of these workers were sent to technical schools and they got promotions into political, industrial and leadership positions. They were effectively a new class. Fitzpatrick um, focuses on the technical training aspect of this relationship, but Bales also emphasizes that um, the the pra- praktiki, which was essentially the promotion of people without special training, so it didn't it wasn't just for kind of ex- people who were excelling going into a special training. It also this new class encompassed people who just worked hard and got promoted. Um, and Bales also emphasises it as a part of the new intelligentsia and that the mobility from workers into the practiki was a key part of social developments from the five-year plans.